Thanks for clicking. You listen to Time In with yours truly, Tommy Crenshaw. With me is always the king of Old Maid, Mr. Ricardo Lungus. It it takes a delicate hand. It takes it takes a delicate hand, a delicate style, delicate, you know, yo, know, shuffling movement. And yo, know, you you can tell. You can tell what's going on if if you pay attention. And that's what I do. Ricardo Lungus pays attention when he plays old maid. Yo, some people don't do that. But but wait, yo, wait, 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 uh, I can get into high high level details of this, yeah, but I'm not going to yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, no, because we got another we got another we got a buddy to introduce. Who we got? Yeah, yeah, of course. With us is another guy who's good at playing uh old maid. It's Mr. Anthony North. Yeah, uh, you know, Ricardo taught me everything I know. I mean, I can't really say I'm good at it. I mean, uh, you know, back in the day, we would just carry around the old maid, uh, you know, deck and, uh, you know, it played until about four in the morning. They yeah. throw a little money down on it, you know. You uh, have to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, missed a, uh, it, it kind of got me in a little trouble. I missed a child support payment a couple of times on that one, uh, it, you know, but uh, I always had a, a good time with it. And yeah, I had to give it up there, uh, you know, after. You got, you got a lot of hand. I mean, I, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a guy who just, uh, you know, has a hard time giving things up. Yeah, no, I, no, I understand that. That's why they stop having it at casinos. They can't find old maid being played at any casino. I was in a casino, yeah, in Atlantic City. This is years back when I was hanging around Scrimrod uh, Johnson and those guys. But they, uh, the, yeah, the guy saw a guy came in. He's probably about seventy-five years old. I mean, loaded. This guy was. I mean, you could smell. He tried to spray like high karate all over his his uh, leisure suit, but you knew he was hammered. And he comes in. He's asking to play a hand of old maid, throwing money down at the craps table. And some guy next to me punched him in the face. Yeah, you know, old maid here. Get out of here with that garbage. But it is that addictive of a game, and that's why they had to oh, definitely, definitely. stop. But that is a pet peeve of mine. And uh, that's my attempt at a segue talk about sports pet peeves. So I think it was a nice one. I, I, I think it was a nice one, Tommy. Yeah, I yeah, yeah you really one. weaved that in there smoothly. I, mean, I, 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 I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was there was a tailwind and a crosswind by landing the plane smoothly. So yeah. So uh one thing that is not going smooth, and we talked about this in the, the pre-show, is uh Ricardo, you have a basketball pet peeve. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. You know what? Let's get rid of the three second rule. Yo, cause cause I like me a I like me a big man. I like me a big man playing uh 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 uh, uh, the basketball. I like, I like my seven foot two, seven foot four, seven foot six fellas. I'll, and let them sit underneath the basket, just under there, just right there, just waiting for anything to come near. They can swat it out of the air, get the alley oop, get the quick dump. You know what I mean? We, you know, bam, get the ball, bam, pop it in the, in, in, in the hole. Let them sit there. Don't, they, you know, don't make them have to step out of the paint. Oh, I'm here for three seconds. I gotta get outside and then I gotta come back in. Yeah. What, what is this? What is this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, just I'll tell you there. one guy who agrees with you, uh, Steph Curry. Uh, you know, uh, that, that dude's, uh, probably in, in the mood for everybody to go stand under the basket and watch him, uh, launch about 53s. Uh, but, you know, yeah. Well, he's gonna do that anyway. He's gonna do that anyway. Him and James Harden, you know, yeah, one, one is usually more owned than the other, but, you know, it, 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 it it's gonna happen anyway. I mean, just yeah. let that, you know, yeah, you know, I mean, they'll never get the, 
you know, you know, if he misses one, you know, they'll never get the, you know, the 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 big guy's there. He's gonna rebound it. Yeah, That's what yeah, yeah. Fight till he gets to take the ball out. It's gonna be awesome, you know. And uh, uh, everybody else is just gonna be uh, waiting uh, around, dribbling all over the court, uh, while you know two stilts stand under the basket fighting each other. Uh, exactly. Actually, that's actually that sounds a lot like hockey. Uh, you know, with guys just standing in front of the net waiting for a rebound. Yeah, duh, but no, but that, it's going to make the game more physical again. And duh, 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 I want to say this, though. But mine kind of, I'm not going to be a hypocrite by saying this. I think about basketball needs to fix the old hack-a-shack thing at the end of the games. You know, when okay. they, everything turns into a free-throw carnival act. Like, it's just ridiculous. It, you can take 30 seconds of clock time and turn it into, like, 12 and a half minutes of TV time. You're sitting there clipping your fingernails. Like, just just get out of here with this garbage. I think what they should do with that stuff is they should remove a player, not just the specific player that commits a foul, but you remove one uh, piece from, from play. So instead of five guys, you go down to four. So now it's five on four. So that's how you're punished. Do it again, you know, and it's become a strategy in itself. But nobody wants to see, or maybe it would be cool to see if they did it, and you got it to where you change the game in such a way where it's going to be a one-on-one competition between your two best players. You get your garbage players to commit a bunch of fouls real quick, and the other ones are doing it too. You know, it's something like that could happen. Uh, just throwing that out there. I don't know. I, it, 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 going by that, I wouldn't mind seeing like a like a seven-foot-tall uh, uh, center going up against like a, a, a six-foot-two uh, a point guard or whatnot, trying to see who can win the game at the end of the end of thing. Now that's that's the bat. That's a weird little matchup that could happen there. Yeah, yeah, that could be good. You never know how that would go down. Oh, definitely. What what what's your big pet peeve there, uh, Anthony? Well, I mean, mine is uh, probably something not everybody's familiar with because there's not that many hockey fans uh, out there, I know. But, yeah. uh, look, my my pet peeve has got to be if, if you're on a power play, all right, let's explain that real quick. So a player takes a penalty, they go to the penalty box, the other team has a man advantage, right? So, yeah, like uh, you know, usually about. like two yeah. minutes or whatever, you got you got a five-on-four situation, yeah. uh, which, which, you know, should be like for, for your advantage. Uh, but a lot of times all the team does is pass the puck from the left to the right to the left to the right to the left and you get yeah, it so yeah, a, uh look uh, and it's uh somehow they make it the most boring situation in hockey i don't understand that one bit nobody wants to be you know the guy who takes the shot everybody wants to just set somebody up and, and look you make it too easy you know and and it, and it actually ruins the game so uh, uh i i got an advice for you if you got an advantage, shoot the puck, go get the rebound, and you'll score the goal. It happens a lot. So just just be a little bit more aggressive. You've got an advantage. Use it. That's that's be that's all I'm saying. Aggressive. Be be aggressive. That's what we need to hear. And that's basically what we're saying here. We need more aggression. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, yo, take people away. Let's get some power plays. Let, let's get the big yeah. man doing what they do. Hey. No, let me throw something out there, Dave. I'm going to interrupt you here. No, but you do the hockey thing. First of all, Dave, uh, I'm not the biggest hockey guy, but I do like I do like me some uh, hockey. Don't get me wrong. There's some great hockey matches, uh, uh, the games, I should say. I'm sorry. I'm sounding like a doofus. But uh, they, um, I think they should get rid of icing. And for those of you who don't know what icing is, is that when you're in a certain part, when you're, you, when you're behind the line, when you're basically in, in the backcourt, uh, the back ice 
Yeah, I sound like I really watched the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah but, but yeah, you, yeah, behind the center line. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Behind the center line, you can't just slap the puck down the ice like toward the opposite goal, like they do in soccer. And and, and my thing is this: I, I think they should do it because in soccer, it's created faster players, it's created better athletes, and the hockey is full of great athletes. Don't get me wrong; they're tough guys. There's bruisers. They they know how to work the the sticks. But they, uh, they uh, you if you get rid of icing, you're gonna get some guys that are skating so fast you won't even see them. Yeah, I mean that that sounds interesting. Uh, I, I'm not sure that's gonna actually make the game better, but uh, to me, icing is uh, the equivalent of like throwing a stick to a dog and then closing the door. Uh, you know, it's like here, go get it. All right, that's it. I'm walking off. Uh, and and like, teams do it because they're tired. They do it because they want a line change. They want to you know take the puck out of their zone and give their guys time to go uh, get off the ice. And, and that's why the NHL made the rule like if you ice the puck, you you're not allowed to uh, change the players. So if you've been on the ice for three minutes and your legs are jelly, uh, look, you're back out there again. Ice in the puck's not going to get you off the ice. Uh, but uh, I like yeah, what, I like where you're going, though. I mean, let's get some supersonic speed players. Let's get guys yeah. who can skate 50 miles an hour and uh, uh, break. You know, let's start breaking some records here. Yeah, See, it all comes down to conditioning. That's why I always say yeah. it's all it's all about conditioning. Yeah, yo yo, and we need to we need to get the, the these faster hockey players. We need to get some hockey players that are conditioned to shoot when they got the power yeah. play. And, 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 and that's that's what we need. Who's so, Hussein Bolt? Exactly. Get Hussein Bolt. Get, the, get him Hussein, some. Hussein yeah. Bolt on the ice. What's that dude, Apollo Ono from the Winter Olympics? Yeah, you know, yeah, that guy. Super, super fast. Yeah, you know, he's good. Hey, hey, and that's what we need for in, for the NHL. NHL super fast skaters. No, who cares about you know precision and you know you know skating good? We just need fast, 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 fast. And that's the end of the game. Thanks for clicking. You're tuning in time in with me, Ricardo Longus. With me is Anthony North and Tommy Crenshaw. TTFN.